Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back the Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Basil on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in the limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Welcome back. You are listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Thank you for joining us. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm joined now as I am each and every week of The Bachelorette season, Hannah B's season by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. And, uh, what an exciting time it is in The uh, Bachelor universe. When Whenever they're... There's fantasy suites. Um, uh, the entire Bachelor Nation just kind of rallies. And I had read last night where um, I think someone did some kind of a poll, and last night was everyone's favorite episode of the season. It was good. It kind of, a lot of things were redeemed in the season for me. Not redeemed, but certain situations came to a satisfying conclusion, even if it's not the end of the season or or the conclusion of certain people's storylines. So they they popped over to Crete, which is a very romantic place. Like if you wanted to take a girl to a romantic place and bed her down for the first time, I think a Greek island is high up, up there on the list. Do you agree? Yeah, it's really cool. And I, I personally um, cannot see anything Greece related without thinking about Mamma Mia, which is a really underrated musical. And I, I, um, I definitely encourage our listeners to go see it. One uh, day. I don't rate any musicals, so I imagine it's, a properly rated musical and I'll have to take your word for it because I have uh, to this point avoided both Mamma Mia as well as its sequel Mamma Mia 2 but good digression uh, so the so fantasy suites everybody knows how, how this works this is where she gets a chance to get intimate if she so chooses with the final three cast members contestants um and so the first up is peter peter is someone she has a strong physical connection with right jason absolutely but i think that just like last week when we when we we both agreed 
that the hometowns are not shot in sequence. Not in they, sequence. So you never quite know with the fantasy suites which guy is getting in first. Um, it seems like just watching how the uh, the night prog- or the uh, episode progresses that it seems like Pete was the first fantasy suite. She seemed to be as open minded and gleeful and excited to get into bed as as ever. And it, then it slowly kind of she got more apprehensive as the episode went along. Yeah, it's yes, I agree. It's it seemed like Peter was first, maybe not. He definitely was before Luke. Foreshadowing. But uh, we, yeah, we don't know. Um, so they they start out on a sailboat. They they do the I'm the king of the world thing at the front, and Peter's saying some real lame stuff like she has my heart, and like really he's really pouring it on, and it's working for uh, Hannah because go back to your, go back to your first point. Yeah. If if you're on a reality show. And I guess any even sitcom or something, if you're yeah. at the front if you're at the yeah. front bow of a boat, you have to do that stupid it's so scene dumb. from Titanic. Yeah, you have so to do dumb. it. It's so dumb. That's what James Cameron bought us so in nineteen ninety six was we have to see that every and everybody thinks we're the first to do it. It's so dumb. It's so bad, but they're doing it. And then she immediately gets into her signature mount position. On top of Peter, she's very into Peter. They're very touchy feely. They're very uh, amorous, and, but she's still concerned. She's saying that Peter's holding back. He's not really letting it all out. And now, from what I've, I try to avoid the spoilers. Obviously, I don't know what happens on this season, but I do know about rumors about the contestants. And if you don't know that. Maybe pause this show and fast forward about five minutes or so. But I will say this, and I'm, I'm going to say it right now. So if you haven't paused, you better pause. This Peter, after learning from Reality Steve that Peter's had a had a serious girlfriend up until like the day he left to go film The Bachelor, it makes it kind of hard to stay in the moment and i know i'm watching a game show and i know that all these people are there just to be on tv but it makes it kind of hard when you want to suspend all the disbelief and you hear peter go i've never felt this close to anyone before this is it's been so long all he's saying all of these things which would normally be the right things which you would normally buy into if you hadn't just heard that his long-term girlfriend had just given an exclusive interview to reality steve did you was that an issue for you jason i i i try to not follow any of that but yeah me too i don't read any of it but you still still take a little in yeah along the way have told me that two of the final four have have had relationships that they left for the show or or that they put on hold for the show or whatever the first to do it obviously yeah and you and i have talked about this i i don't see a problem with saying to a girlfriend look i have like a one in 30 shot at fame here i could raise my my profile considerably i could become a famous person for a few a few uh months 
Also, uh, I'm, tw- let me, I'm 25. Let me what are the odds we get fucking married? I know it's, we were just in the Bahamas right. last week, but come on. I'm 25. It's, let me give this a shot. It's, it's, it's a, and it's a one in 30 shot that I'll, I'll win. A one in 30 shot that I will win. And then it's an even uh, a longer shot that I'm going to fall in love and want to marry the person that right. is is the contestant on the show. Right. So I, I just have zero problems with these people uh, leaving relationships or pushing the pause button because the, the odds are so long. And there's and yeah. these people are so young and f- they, fame, they, they crave fame so much so that much. I think that even the girlfriends, in, if, if they're – uh, millennials or Gen Zs, they know exactly what the other person wants. And this is this freaking Instagram fame that everyone is seeking. At that yeah, age. they want a little bit of that influencer shine. Even if it means oh, yeah. their longtime boyfriend, they lose their longtime boyfriend, maybe they get a little bit of that in, uh, influencer shine. You know, it, no all, it benefits everybody. So Peter's saying stuff like, no one's ever made him feel this way before and all that, and it's fine. And then he drops the L bomb but he says it real clunky and this it's guys you gotta if you're gonna say it and it's it's gonna be a big deal when you say it you gotta have the fucking line locked God, so in st- exactly it's just so stupid because he's like what like, like what do you say i i am falling in love with no, you he or said, how in love with you i am how in love with you i am and but then it was really masked by a bunch of gibberish yes. and then those Peter does the kisses. Like yeah. when he's really nervous, he goes right for the kiss yeah. so that he doesn't have to fill the space with words, that nervous kissing thing. Yes. But he, he is he is very inarticulate when it comes to expressing feelings. Yeah. I mean, there, he says the same things over and over again on every single date. And he finally said something that had something to do with love. And she, she I don't know. You never know how this chick takes anything. I, I stopped trying to figure out what's going through her head. It, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think everything's going to be explained one day when it's revealed that this sickness that she has, where she has to spend mornings in the hospital with IVs and <laughs> and then and these mood situations the that she goes nose. into. She's got the red she's on, I think she's just on a heavy case of medication. Yeah. Yeah. And. Episode to episode, she does these weird things, and you know, if if the, and that's that's a that's a sad existence. So I feel bad for her, but that you know, her her whole thing with this with the fantasy suite with Pete, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the one that she got this. They got her in this real weird mood, like they got her drunk before they did the on camera interview, and she was like, you know, she was like singing fantasy suites yeah. with like a long emphasis, and then yeah. she did the whole. Chicka bang a wow wow yeah, or whatever. That was awkward. It's like she's yeah she's on something obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I, we all kind of know we all kind of know what's coming Pete's way. I did find it interesting that you know after they sit at dinner and they you know both agree to go to the fantasy suite without hesitation, the second time in two weeks, and I know Reality Steve would know this, but I. For as long as I've been paying attention to this to this uh, franchise, I don't remember ever seeing a physical condom on camera ever. And then no. twice in two weeks now, we've seen a condom in in a wrapper. And so this time, it's uh, they're looking through some trunk 
in the windmill house uh, that they're doing the overnight yeah, stay. Yeah, there's in. like there's like a sex toy box. Yeah, they they whip out this the secret trunk, and again, yeah. a condom makes its way onto the show. It was very awkward. He's like, hey, he's like, oh, hey, what's the, what's this lube? Like, what? Oh, what, what's this? <laughs> uh, double ended black mamba? Like, what? Okay, like it's very. It's very overt. It used to be that they wouldn't even admit that there was sex happening in these fantasy suites or that right. there was potential for it they would just euphemize just say oh it's they're just it's a time to spend to get to spend more quality time together and yeah. but now they're like hey here's a condom because he had a condom in his car and this peter is he's a little he seems a little goofy but he is definitely emer- emerged as the fucking lothario of the group like he is you know, from the first time they connected on the show where she did, she did the wall, the stand up, um, mount make out, uh, this Peter is very touchy feely. Um, so they bang it out. And in case you weren't sure that they were going to bang it out, they, they blew out the candle to make the room dark to be like, Hey, cameras, Get out of here. We're about to fuck. And then when they came in, when that camera came in the morning, those shoes were on the floor. You saw, you saw those shoes. And when they show you those shoes on the floor, that means that some sex has happened. But then they're also doing that thing, Jason, that really bugs me. Every year you complain it's about this. First thing in the morning, I need evidence that someone has gone uh, let's talk first before we go. Yeah, the, it's the whole brushing of the teeth thing. I need to know that it, if it's the morning and they're making out in the morning, people have washed their mouths somehow. Also, this room that they chose, it was in a windmill. They went into a windmill, which is weird because they were in Holland, which is known for the windmills. So I assumed when they were foreshadowing this all season that where she's like, I fucked in a windmill, um, that it had happened in Holland on her date with Jed. But no, it happened in, in Crete, in a windmill in Crete. But um, a very claustrophobic room. The bed barely fit in the room. There was almost no room on either side of the bed to get up and walk around the room. Would have been tough to do my best work in there. Jay Stu, your thoughts. How did you feel about that room? Do you feel like uh, Pete kind of got cheated in terms of sexing locations? Maybe a little bit. I mean, I, I, I thought it was, uh, pretty original given, uh, some of the places that we've seen. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I didn't have much of a problem with the, uh, the coziness of it. I mean, I, I guess it was like knowing Pete, dude, I think he's gotten, he's gotten a lot of action in the, yeah. in the back seat of yeah. cars and yeah. stuff and the, and the, you know, and the, and and the, airplanes, the um, airplane, yeah, the back of airplanes with yeah. the, with the cruise control on and stuff. Yeah. So I think he's, he's, he's kind of used to, uh, those little, you know, cozy yes, areas yes, those that nooks. have sex in. Yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah. do we, 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 we need to address like something like every yeah. single season now, forever, they keep referring to, um, and they even did last night. I know it's, they refer to this time where, you know, accepting the night in the fantasy suite isn't, isn't just about sex. It's about taking a relationship to the next level. Yep. And relating to each other, quote unquote, without the cameras on. Yeah. And I, I just don't know what, I don't know what 10 hours 
without the cameras on yeah. are, are going to do to to seriously advance any relationship. <laughs> I, you just get the feeling that when you walk into that fantasy suite, your relationship is what it is. And nothing's gonna nothing's gonna take place. Like no intimate story or anything is gonna is gonna advance the relationship so much. Yeah. But every single episode, every single fantasy sweet episode, they 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 push this on the audience as if we actually think right. that's true. That is that is a uh, very insightful assessment there, Jason. The way to advance a relationship is to not have one on a TV show. I think right. that's like the ideal way. Like ten hours of not being on TV when you're still characters on a TV show, I don't think uh, really helps anything. You're right about that. Um, so they, they have the morning coffee. It's just the same way it goes every single time they have their morning coffee. They, they're very in love. They loved it. And, um, Hannah says something like he's so loving and passionate. So she wants you to let, wants to let you know that Pete fucks real good, right? Like she was, she's very satisfied. He was right. attentive to her needs. Uh, date number two. Future bachelor Tyler C, let's hope. He's not to be outdone. He gets a massage date. So the first date was on a sailboat. Date number two is in like a, a spa situation. And uh, Tyler does that thing. Might be considered slightly rapey if you weren't in a relationship. He pulls the move where he sends off the masseuses and he just starts doing them, getting the oil out and, uh, rubbing her down right. himself. And now obviously so, she, like, you can tell the difference between a man's hands, especially, uh, a full on football alpha male. He's probably, you know, he's a contractor. So there's some calluses there. He yeah. probably does a lot of deadlifts. So again, you know, there's going to be a difference in yeah. his hands and the, and the small, yeah. uh, indiscriminate race, uh, massage lady that was doing the thing. What did you think about Tyler's move? It was well, kind of slick, right? Uh, okay. I guess. I mean, so you go, you go, let's step away from the reality show world for a second. Now, I know obviously that scene was completely scripted and of the course. masseuse was told this is going to happen. Everything was pre-scripted. But if you've been to enough like nicer massage places, I don't know, if you're paying what? 250 bucks to $500 for a massage, I'm guessing it's an in-house policy that no matter what happens, you're not to leave the person no. that you're giving a massage That's to. True. That yes. I, I I think there was a major violation in etiquette yes. and and whatever Somebody could lose their license. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Uh, what is that code that all doctors agree to? Like, what what is the HIPAA. where they have no? Yeah, they have to. Oh, they have the to Hippocratic oath. Parts. Yeah. Yes. There's got to be some kind Do of no harm. Code. Like, never yes. leave the person that you're that is your client. So that that to me rubbed me a little wrong. That was him just saying like get out of here and stuff like that. That was like yes, that's a it's a break of protocol. So I was uncomfortable with that. And then yeah, knowing that everything was scripted, it was a little less uh, less of a great move as far as I was concerned. What I did kind of like was that he gets on top of her eventually. Yeah. So where he, she's on she's on her her stomach and she and he gets on top of her. Probably fully erect, fully, and he's yeah. just grinding on top of her in they the back. Were, they were in the prone bone position. Yeah, yeah, you could tell at that point that she was just like 
yeah, like you said, this it it seemed a little rapey at at, yeah. at one point that mm-hmm. he just gets on and mounts her and Very everything dominant. else. She can't. She says, "I can't get up because she's naked yeah. and exposed." So she's like kind of restrained there. Yeah. It was weird, but that was kind of a a pretense to what she eventually told him at dinner, which was, "I know we have a an incredible physical connection, and it's been so since day one. And your body is, as she put it, like a Greek god's body. It's it's chiseled out of rock. You and I have both said this. The guy's beautiful. The guy and, is gorgeous. And but she shut it down. I mean, yeah. before they could even talk about the fantasy suites, it was, I don't want to go into the fantasy suite and have sex with you. And, um, you know, creative editing or whatever you want to say, but they did get a reaction shot from him that did look like it kind of, it was a little bit of a gut punch. And oh, then, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Then, I thought he rallied, played he it. Yes. All the right things. No, he yeah. said all the right yeah. things, but, but there was a little bit of a, if, you know, if you play enough poker, you could realize, you know, that first instinct, the first look in someone's eyes when they've seen a disappointing card yeah. or something, he did, he was a tad bit disappointed, but then everything kicked in. Like you have said before. He wants to be the next bachelor. He needs to say all the right things. Like yeah. he's got to, he's got to be on his best behavior. Played it this. perfectly. Yeah. And and what happens? They don't have sex in the fantasy suite. I'm, I'm guessing they did everything else. It was on a boat. It was on a boat. And you know how we know they didn't. You know how we know they didn't have sex. Yeah. No shoes. No shoes. And um, and and she. I think she said. Something along the lines of, I've never felt more respected as a woman. So when you're hearing yeah. that, yeah. when you're hearing that, I mean, he's made all the right moves. Like Tyler, in recent episodes, has picked up a whole lot of momentum, and yeah. he's impressed you and me. Like I, I'm a he's much bigger fan of Tyler now than I was two or three weeks ago. Totally. Um, so he walks out of a fantasy suite that was on a boat with her saying, I've never felt so respected in my entire life. I don't feel bad for Tyler. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's never had to work for women, for women. Nope. He could wait one more night to, uh, to enhance his chances yeah. at the long game here. Well, I don't, I don't know. I've always, maybe this is just my wishful thinking because I think he should be the bachelor, but I've always just sort of, and I don't read any spoilers. I don't know how this show turns out, but. I've always just kind of had Tyler in the third place position in my mind for some reason, because that's where I feel like the bachelor typically comes from. Um, so I don't know how this is going to work out, but the way he played it really could have put him in pole position because she's like, this is the most respectful a man has ever been with me. And she's talking about how he didn't even try to bang her. She's like, we just kissed and talked all night. And she said, it's the hottest thing. And he like, it is the move. And this is, this would be my move. If I were a contestant on the bachelor at in the fantasy suites, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for the bang. There's plenty of time to do that. You got to keep them more interested, keep them salivating. Yeah. I mean, for the for as long as as humans have courted and dated, yeah, I think there is a tr- a, a, a true and tried um, test that if you walk her up to the door, yeah, yeah, and you just hug and say, "I had a great evening," and walk away without the kiss or the um, insinuation that yeah. there could be a nightcap or whatever. 
walking away with a hug does you a whole lot better in the long play. And even if if the long play here for him is The Bachelor, I could see a girl next season being like, I really loved it when you went in the fantasy suite and you had the discipline and the respect to not have sex with her. Yeah, totally. Um, So things, first two dates go great, I think, but uh, only, only Peter gets any action. Um, Third date, Jed. And Jed has clearly been set up because there's this, there's this lingering drama throughout this whole season about Luke P and what the fuck does she see in Luke P? And it's Luke P's going to be the final date and somebody's got to get the fucking elephant in the room, get it on the table. So Jed and Hannah, Jed's nominated for that job. Jed and Hannah, they go, they're having lunch at like a Greek cafe and it's really driving me crazy because there's like no shade at the Greek cafe and I get it. Like they're all having like a family style meal or whatnot, but there's no umbrellas or anything. And the sun is just <laughs> right on their faces the whole time. Right. And it would just be driving me crazy. It'd be so hard to eat like it's, that. It's a preferred, um, it's a preferred camera shot. I, no, I like get that, it. That, I that, understand. It's, it's about the lighting. Yes. See why the, the production makes them do that. But as contestants, that had to Worst. be so <laughs> aggravated. It was hard to watch. But Worst. like, to, but like to do like a brief summary of this um, of this rivalry, yeah. That Hannah B is is at fault for for uh, stimulating, perpetuating. Yes, it's like it's it's Jed who is the singer songwriter from Nashville who th- thinks that the only path to music stardom is going on The Bachelor. So at every turn, this guy has sung a song or played the acoustic or piano in front of people to get discovered. He admitted to her early on in the season that he came on the show to quite uh, because yeah. quote, 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 the platform is, is hard to, to deny. Yep. And so he, and he's got a girlfriend back home that he left. This is that. So Jed, very good looking guy, carved out of stone, yeah. singer songwriter against a complete lunatic, a sociopath yeah. who only uh, exacerbated that uh, that reputation in this episode. Totally. Stalker, totally. lunatic yeah. guy who's going to murder somebody yeah. who hides behind uh, Jesus. Um, totally. And so you, that's that's the gist of this conflict. And Jed. And he and no one blames him. Has no idea why she keeps choosing Luke to come on to 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 go further. He's he's the, he's the voice of the audience. He's been he's he he's speaking for us. They go, Jed. Somebody's got to have this conversation with her because the audience needs to know. They want to know. Absolutely, and and I think that you know because the last rose ceremony, you know, an unprecedented. Uh, keeping of all four guys instead of sending one of them home after hometowns, okay. Jed, it came down to him and Luke. So uh, you don't blame yeah. Jed for thinking, wait a minute, you you struggled over a decision between this guy and me? It's crazy. And so he was asking reasonable questions and she wasn't having it. She, she didn't have any answers. The line of questions at all. So, and she kind of, she's sort of alluding to the fact where she's like, I don't, I don't know how to answer this. I wish I could say what I'm really thinking. She's basically wants us to know that 
Luke has been at the very least encouraged by the producers for this whole season. And now she's kind of wearing it with this guy, Jed, where he's like, what the fuck is up with this Luke? What do you see in this guy? And she wants to say nothing. He's fucking crazy. I liked him at first, but then I got to know him and he's nuts. But they told me I had to keep picking him. It's almost like she was handed handed talking points. Yes. Producers said, if you're asked questions, these are your talking points. Say, I've seen a side of him that nobody else has. Um, I, I see good in his heart. And, I, you know, there there's a part of me that doesn't want to say goodbye. Like, they've given her talking points to as objections. But um, it really has, like, lessened her, um, what, what do you call it, credibility with these guys. And totally. Jed... Jed is actually pretty smart about this whole thing. He doesn't understand it. Well, I guess what Jed also doesn't understand is that he is a cast member on a TV drama. Yes, he's, and, he's, he's and a contestant on a game show. He, he's looking for answers that no nobody who's putting right. on the show needs him to know the answers to. Of course, it's, yes. Yeah, he's, he's on a need-to-know basis. That's right. And at one point, Hannah's like, I'm so sick of explaining my feelings about Luke. She has no feelings about Luke. <laughs> right. She's right. so sick of having to pretend that she has feelings about Luke is, is what she means. And by the way, if yeah. uh, you, know, you said it early on, and I'm tending to agree with this, if Luke does commit murder or a, uh, a felony, some kind it's of battery, yep. sexual assault on, yep. on somebody, it doesn't even have to be Hannah. It could be just a, some, some anger, um, him taking his anger out on something. It, it's all on this show. Totally. They, have, they have done nothing but enable his lunacy, yep. uh, whatever his sociopathic behavior to the entire time. Yeah. It's just like it's, we talked about, it's just like that time that, uh, that gay guy came on Jenny Jones to tell his neighbor that he had a yes. crush on him. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is. So this Jed date, super boring, a lot of talking, so much talking. But Jed, to his credit, he does a thing not dissimilar to what Tyler C. did is he got Hannah backpedaling so much on this date that he was very much in control and very much seemed the alpha and it was it was a win for Jed. Um they go they have a much better room. They go so the first date was the first overnight was in a in a windmill that was awful. The second one was on a boat which is nice but you get a lot of rocking and a lot of like lapping a lot of it's very noisy to try to sleep on a boat. It's very uncomfortable. And then, so this Jed, his fantasy suite is a beautiful, large suite overlooking the ocean. It's gorgeous. Yep. And the assumption is, is that they did some banging, although no shoes. I did not, although I was looking at my phone quite a bit, I'll be honest, during this. I was making some notes, but also this date was so boring um, that I was, I didn't, wasn't paying close attention. But as far as I noticed, I didn't see a shot of any women's shoes in the morning so yeah, i don't i don't, I don't remember guessing that they banged yeah i don't have a thing i don't look for shoes and i don't care about the toothpaste in the morning so i don't yeah. pay a whole lot of attention there yeah, these things I and by, by the way just to quell your uh your anxiety about the toothpaste and toothbrush in the morning yeah you know every single season now brian will always have an issue with them just waking up and starting to mac on each other yeah and you know, 
I, I think I've said this before, and I'll just repeat it, even though you'll forget it next season when we do The Bachelor. They, in order for them to go from having, quote unquote, no cameras of intimacy, intimacy without I cameras, it. I to it. having cameras, yeah. they need to put lighting, they need to re redo the, the shot and the yeah. room. They ask the contestants to get out of the bed. Of course. During that time, they're putting makeup they on them. and they're they brushing teeth. <laughs> they're mic mm-hmm. each yeah. other up. <laughs> so, they're, mm-hmm. so they're fully cleaned by the time yeah. the cameras roll. So what I, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, <laughs> and this would take four seconds, you just do a quick shot of Pete like in the, at the sink Right. With the toothbrush going, you could even you know what you do. It's like a cutaway of Listerine. You get it sponsored by Quip, the, the yeah. electric toothbrush people, and it's there. He is. He's got the toothbrush going, and you. So then you know, you just know it's happened, <laughs> and you say you're not in that anymore. That's uh, really funny. Okay, so finally we get to Luke, and Luke is he is so nuts and it would be like shocking if this were anybody else, but this was just to be expected. They go on a, uh, they go on a chopper chopper date. Uh, they go around, they go over to Santorini. It's really would be very romantic if you weren't with somebody that really had the potential to take your life at any moment. Um, they have fun and then they, they sit down to dinner and Luke, says four words and he's been waiting to do this for so long and he he producers have probably been making him hold off on this like he's probably wanted to broach this subject from the beginning and finally he gets to say it he says let's talk about sex and then from his mouth pours so much insane monogamistic shit fucking Mas- misogynistic misogynistic <laughs> it's late at night it was there was monogamy and no uh, that's in, a, in, in, involved in it. he, want, he yeah. wants monogamy that's that's what you're saying. Right. getting it. but He's, i mean he yes he basically said everything that you're not supposed to say to a woman um it was fucking and, insane it's it's i mean he uses like terms like slip up yeah, like like if you were to slip up and have sex with one of these guys, then I could forgive you. Like yeah. slip it, slipping up, like in, in, insinuating that like she was like accidentally or unintentionally uh, have sex with somebody instead of him. It's but crazy. but he but he came out pretty. He came out with the an absolute. Um, uh, I guess you would say what, what what happens when you give when you give somebody a uh, an ultimatum. He basically said. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I found out that you had sex with one or multiple guys, um, you could pretty much count me out. I'm out. Yeah, just, he's just count me out of this. And he says, then he says, I want to hear it from your mouth. Like he wants yeah. her to pledge yeah. her fidelity to yep. him, and he's couching it in this fucking weird religious argument. And then, and you could see her getting pissed off. And it was, I was kind of bummed that they set her up like this, and that they, that they, that they push this all the way to so late in the season. But then I got to say, I felt like it was very satisfying because it was kind of like, it was kind of like one of those games where the, where the golden state warriors are like, they're kind of like 12 points behind the whole game. And then there's like six minutes left to go in the game. And Steph Curry 
just starts, he starts dribbling down the court and then he gets like three steps past half court and he just heaves it up and it goes in. And then he uh-huh. just starts doing that on every possession because this Hannah just started fucking raining threes all over Luke. And he was so startled. He's like, I didn't know a woman could talk like this. I didn't know women were allowed to talk to men like this. And he's, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, you're, I liked how she used, so he was using the whole, um, the whole let's sort of Christian values oh, yeah. thing where he's like, I devoted my life to God. I've been celibate for three and a half to four years or something. And he's like, I expect that of a wife too, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, sex is a sin. And she's like, and so is pride, by the way. Like she just totally just dunked on him and he couldn't take it. He was so battered. He was so destroyed. And she just kept getting revved up. She's like, I fucked in a windmill. It was, it was great. I was, I was very proud of Hannah. Well, I was very happy to see Luke get destroyed. What do you think? But, but I mean, but we have to, you kind of have to go step by step with this. He, he came out with that absolute sentence that I said. Yeah. The, if you have slept with one or more guys, yeah. I'm out. Count yeah. me out. So she has a violent reaction to what led up to that comment and then what he was insinuating afterwards. Like, yeah, you're right. He's like, you know, you know, tell, I want to hear it from your mouth if you've, if you've fucked these guys. And then after he saw her reaction and what she was saying, and this was probably on camera, yeah. the edit made it look like it was 90 seconds between him saying that right. and him saying, well, let me walk back what I just he, said. He walked it back I, quite I, a bit. I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, if I could forgive you, I could still, I could forgive you and I still want to be with you. Yeah. Like it, So he went from, you can count me out to, uh, let, let's let's rethink this thing almost in like yeah, in like ninety seconds. It's great. So, so now he's trying to salvage. Uh, he thinks he's trying to salvage what he's doing. And and oh, there was a great part. There was a great part. And this could be creative editing, but I don't think it was. It's when during her tirade, she she starts she starts saying complimentary things to set up an even like worse thing. Yeah. Like you know when you're like you know. I, I felt I you know I, I think she said um, le- you were the closest thing to love at first sight I've ever had. Yeah, she and didn't say you that. You were the guy, and yeah. like, and he starts to smile, like yeah. he starts to have this little glimmer of smile, like like he's pulling out of it, like he, like, like everything's gonna go well. The whole and then time, she uses, yeah. she uses that against him. Yeah. I thought all this beforehand, and now I'm realizing you're a total fucking lunatic <laughs> asshole. Yes, it's great. It's great. <laughs> he he his whole thing is. It's all about him and he can't, as much as he's a devout Christian or whatever, he's rededicated his life. He can't live his life knowing that his bride chose to fucking open up her legs and be pleasured by another man before choosing him. And that's his fucking pride. He can't deal with that as though Anybody you're going to marry is a fucking virgin or they, or they, or they renounce all their previous sex partners or like re up or fucking cleanse their vagina before they allow you in it. It's so fucking crazy and nuts. Uh, I just can't even deal with it. And I was really happy for Hannah that she was able to fucking set this guy straight. 
Although I did like, did she? I mean, did she? I thought, like, well, he's an idiot though. Like he's not. He'll never understand. Nothing. Nothing ever landed. No. Like almost nothing landed. I mean, it landed him. for me, but not. I'm sure yeah. he doesn't realize. He he at every single turn, no matter how um, scathing, mad she got and pointed with her language she got, he never quite accepted it. He oh he wanted to keep explaining himself, well, yeah. which he never does well. Can I give me just one minute? He kept saying, "Give me one yeah. minute to explain this entire thing," and she wouldn't do that. She asked him to get up and walk with her out. She asked her. She asked him several times to leave. Yeah. At that at that point, I'm thinking it would have been a boss move to just, just look leave. off camera yeah. and say, um, "Could you get security? Yeah, yeah, oh, or yeah get sure. a couple of producers over here and escort this guy off the set here. I'm done with him." I just wanted her to say that he finally like leaves with her and then says something really creepy at the car. He didn't want to get in the car and he kept wanting this one minute with her. But then he said something like, can I pray over you? Which was the, the, the prepositional phrase over you almost like intimated, like after I'm done murdering you, and having sex with your corpse, I'm going to pray over you. That's well, that's that's what I think he was referring to. Yeah, yes, definitely. That's crossed his mind. But also, he was like, "No, you don't get it. You need to be rescued. And if you just let me pray, I can fix you because you're lost right now. You're a fucking lost lamb, and I'm your shepherd. And all we need is my prayer. And so he's like, "Can I pray over you?" And she's like, "No." Get the Get fuck the out fuck of here! Away from yeah. here! Um, yeah, so that that's how it's how it ended. Luke finally leaves, but then of course, no, he's like Trump, dude. He's not yeah, leaving. He's yes, not leaving. Yes, we see the we see and the, the preview and, of the and, of and the this is episode. where this is where I it, you kind of to reinforce what what I had said earlier. Like he is not leaving, and the tease shows that he shows up at the rose ceremony. Uh, for the three guys. So he's not leaving at all. To me, the show obviously allowed him to come back on camera. They allowed, they allowed him to do that because of course. the producers, security could leave him off set. They let him all back on to yet get humiliated again, feeding into more of his sociopathic tendencies. Again, the show is going to be complicit when this guy commits a violent crime. Yep. They will be sued by the victim for sure. Yes. They will be found liable. Uh, okay. Anything Did else? Jenny Jones yes. ever get, uh, was she ever found complicit when, when there was a murder on her hands? That's a good question. We'll have to research that prior to next episode. Um, <laughs> what the, um, what, what is your prediction? What's going to happen next week? So next I, week we just get it down to the final two, right? No, no, no. So next week is men tell all. They're gonna wait. Oh. They're gonna make us wait two more weeks oh, for the okay. finale. Yeah, and I mean, I, I've already read who wins. If if reality, oh God. Is, if reality, see if is correct. Yeah, then I know who wins. But I'll say in my head, if you're just going off of common sense and looking at how things uh, panned out after the fantasy suites, yeah. it seems like it's Pete and uh, Pete and Tyler. Oh, I'd I, say Pete and Jed. Pete, Pete and Jed are the ones that got it in. I guess. I, I I guess. I'm I'm just not I wasn't totally sold on Jed, but uh um, Me either. I'm not sold on yeah, Jed either. Definitely uh, on the track here. 
Yeah. Um, I don't, all I care about is that Tyler's made the bachelor. I don't think he's going to win. Maybe he does win. I don't know, but, um, I would very much like for him to be the bachelor. If it's one of these, if Jed and his stupid fucking acoustic guitar and his weirdly misshapen head and his inauthenticity is the fucking bachelor. I'm going to be so pissed off. That's going to be worse than Hannah being the bachelorette. Yeah, he won't be the Bachelor. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And there's some previews of uh, Bachelor in Paradise, and that's looking good. Maybe we need to break down. Uh, well, at some point, we need to break down the the cast of Bachelor in Paradise. Absolutely, that's the show we that's the show we care most about. All right, uh, that's the fantasy suites. Reach out. Let us know what you think. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com at Brian Beckner on Twitter at Jason Stewart on Twitter. Uh, until next time, for Jason Stewart, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next time. It's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beckner, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in a mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. The lifestyle we living in is the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? sizzling to perfection it's time to cheer for egg mcmuffin and fresh cracked eggs at mcdonald's it's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal breakfast it's on at mcdonald's now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks available only through the app mobile order and pay available at participating mcdonald's mcd app download and registration required Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 